to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. And during this series, Pastor DeMichael is teaching a lesson entitled Mormon Doctrines in Light of the Bible. Come find out what the Bible has to say on this issue. And please be sure to stay tuned after the broadcast as we will have a special offer for a free book on this very subject. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. This morning, if you'll take your Bible and turn to 1 Timothy chapter 3, and this morning we are going to get to the crux of the matter because we're going to look at the person of Joseph Smith. And I'm going to draw the conclusion for you before we go there you disagree, that's fine when it's all said and done. I believe I can back this conclusion up. But uh, it's, it's striking to me after studying this material once again this week that Joseph Smith is as inseparable to Mormonism as the Lord Jesus Christ is to Bible-believing Christianity. And I am not overstating that in the least bit. Uh, you, re you remove Joseph Smith from Mormonism, and there is no Mormonism. Just as if you would remove Jesus Christ from the Christian faith, there, there is no Christian faith. And uh, Mormonism basically stands or falls on the testimony of Joseph Smith. Now, because of this, we have what I call a cult mentality. And a cult is a system of religious worship built around, centered in, and with a devoted attachment to the extravagant admiration of a person. And by this definition, Mormonism is a cult. Because as we're going to see, Mormons have an extravagant admiration for Joseph Smith. It's also interesting to note that Joseph Smith had a pretty inflated opinion of himself, which we'll see in a couple of cases this morning. Now, admittedly, the label cult could be subjectively attached to most religions by those who disagree with their doctrine. For instance, Judaism views Christianity, technically speaking, as a cult. Uh, because in their view, Christians have an extravagant, devoted attachment to and an extravagant admiration for who? The Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, of course, Orthodox Jews don't accept Christ as being the Messiah or any more than a man. So in their minds, they could say that Christians are members of a cult. So admittedly, the label cult is subjective in the sense that one person's ceiling could be the next person's floor. So the issue is going to come down to this. Who is right? Because before it's all said and done this morning, we're going to see that some pretty extravagant claims were made by Joseph Smith about himself and his mission and by Mormons themselves about Joseph Smith. So either they're true or they're not. If they're true then Joseph Smith brought the truth, and we should pay attention to it. 
If they're not, then you have a cult. Just the same as we as Christians uh, really should go to the same place. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 3. Take a look at what the Bible says about Christ. And without controversy. See, there's no arguing it. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16. God was manifest in the flesh. See what the Bible says about your Savior? That He's God. Folks, if He's not God, that's an extravagant claim. And if He's not, it's an extravagance that we can't afford. So either it's true or it's not. And if it's true, then you have the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But if it's not true, then you have a cult. Plain and simple. Acts chapter 4, verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other. If it's not true, that's an extravagant claim. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. But unto the Son he saith, Hebrews 1, verse 8, Thy throne, O God, speaking of Christ, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. So again, the issue is a simple one. Either Jesus Christ is who the Bible says he is, and Christians worship the true God, or Bible-believing Christians have an unwarranted, extravagant admiration for Jesus Christ, making us the members of a cult. The issue is one of absolute truth. Who's telling the truth? Plain and simple. Now, the normal way that most people react these days is on the basis of emotionalism. They may get upset. And, and because they get upset at the very idea of two such extremes and no in-between ground, they won't always look at the facts. And because they react on the basis of emotion, they will sometimes say, well, can't we just all get along? Well, this has nothing to do with getting along. I can get along with somebody that disagrees with me on this. I don't have to hate them. I don't think they should have to hate me. I don't have to do them any harm. I don't think they should feel like they have to do me any harm. So we can get along. But there is such a thing as absolute truth. And so... People that don't want to be painted into that corner. And incidentally, the Bible paints you into that corner. You've either got to receive Christ as who he claimed to be or reject him. And the choice is the difference between heaven and hell. And for those who don't like those extremes, they'll say, well, can't we just accept both? You can't. When Christ made those claims about himself, you have to accept it or reject it. And if you accept it, then you have to reject all other religions. Reality is, the same thing is true of Mormonism. If you accept the claims of Joseph Smith and that his mission was valid, if you, if you come to that conclusion, you have to reject all other faiths and embrace Mormonism. So just looking at the facts, those are the choices that are left to us. On the side of Christ, from the Bible. On the side of Mormonism, by many Mormons themselves, including some of their works. Let's take a look at some extravagant claims. And uh, the first source we're going to use is the teachings of the prophet Joseph Smith by Joseph Fielding Smith. And I'm quoting to you from page 350, where Joseph Smith says, I am learned 
and no more than all the world put together. Now, I'll read the context of this. And after he makes this statement, he backtracks slightly to try to give God a little bit of credit. But when it's all said and done, he said it. Let me just declare the obvious here, because sometimes in a discussion like this, the obvious gets lost. Find anywhere in the New Testament where any of the apostles, any of the writers, Paul, Peter, John, even dared to make a statement that came close to that in any context. In fact, just the opposite is true, isn't it? Paul said, I know nothing of myself except so forth and so on. I mean, the, the humility there. And you, you, get, you get the opposite here. And I'm going to read the paragraph here in fairness on page 350. Smith is speaking. He says, now... I ask all who hear me why the learned men who are preaching salvation say that God created the heavens and the earth out of nothing. The reason is that they are unlearned in the things of God and have not the gift of the Holy Ghost. All right, so he basically condemns those that are teaching that God created in the sense that we understand the word create. There was an argument over the word create. Did God create everything out of, out of nothing or did he... Did he make it out of other substance and so forth? I'm not even going to enter into that. Basically, he condemns anybody that doesn't agree with him on this point and says they don't have the gift of the Holy Ghost, which if they're saved, that's a lie. Because if they're saved, they have the Spirit of God. But uh, that's another argument. He goes on to say, they account it blasphemy in anyone to contradict their idea. If you tell them that God made the world out of something, they will call you a fool. But I am learned and know more than all the world put together. The Holy Ghost does anyhow, and He is within me, and comprehends more than all the world, and I will associate myself with Him. So he makes a statement, then he backtracks and says, well, it's, it's the Holy Ghost in me. That's why I know more than, than, any, than, all, than all the world put together. But irregardless of it, folks, I, I would challenge anybody to find a statement anywhere close to that by any of the apostles. You just won't find it. Because there's a sense of humility and a sense of awe that you don't find in Joseph Smith, I'm telling you. We would like to thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth. And we would also like to offer a free book about the content you just heard on Mormon doctrines in light of the Bible. To receive this free book, please contact the office at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. You can give them a call at 208-888-4545. That's 208-4545. The offices are open Tuesday through Friday. To hear more great messages by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also follow us on Facebook. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services. Our Sunday school begins at 9.30 with the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. We also have great kids programs on Wednesday nights. At 7 o'clock, we've got the Master's Club, which runs during the school year. And at the same time, we have a Bible study for the adults in the main auditorium. With specialized classes and programs for all ages, as well as wonderful nurseries for the youngsters, 
Treasure Valley Baptist Church has a place for everyone. And don't forget about our vibrant programs for the teens and our college and career group. We hope to see you soon.